welcome to Live with the Pricing Lady. I'm Janine, your hostess. This show is all about helping you build a sustainably profitable business while making an unbelievable impact on your world. Learn from my 20 plus years of experience and from my guests as we discuss their pricing challenges, failures, and successes. Pricing is a way of being or behaving in your business, and my mission is to help you confidently charge for the value you deliver. Pricing either hurts or helps your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. In this episode, I sat down with Melissa Book. She's the founder of Brand Book, a branding agency that, well, operates a little bit differently. And what we talked about was the amazing effect that purpose and impact has on pricing when it comes to your small business. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to want to listen to this because Melissa is absolutely incredible. She has a way of looking at brands that is different from anyone else I've ever seen. So make sure that you've got time to listen to the episode, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Melissa, why don't we go ahead and start off by having you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Melissa, the founder of Brandbook. I was born in France, but grew up in Barcelona uh, and living in Zurich right now. I have two kids, six and four years old. I founded Brandbook, which is a consultancy helping companies and brands uh, grow through purpose. Melissa and I, I, if I remember correctly, we met about three years ago. Has it been that long? about three years ago yeah. at an event for That's Sovereign correct. Magazine, right? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa is just, she has this amazing a way of looking at brands and what they bring to people in a way that I've never seen. She just has a different take and a different eye on it. And I was instantly interested in, in what she had to say about things. I wanted to bring her here on the show today to talk with us, not just about her experience with pricing, but of course, how purpose and impact can really influence your pricing. Melissa, why don't you first start by telling us about how you got into starting your own business? I was working for a leading brand consultancy for a lot of years. I was responsible for the office in Tel Aviv, where I lived for seven years, and then helped the company grow also in other markets. I was working for leading clients and multinationals, such as Danone or Nestle and very big companies. When I moved to Zurich a couple and a half years ago, uh, I realized that I wanted to make a change uh, in the way we help companies and brand grow today. Since consumers were changing, the behavior of consumers and talent was changing. Consultancy is actually doing most of the same uh, and didn't really change the way to help them. Mm -hmm. I created this methodology called In and Out, where we help organizations find and enhance purpose, then express that purpose to the outside world, uh, to consumers, to talent, to partners, and grow from the purpose and what we call a sustainable growth, not a growth that will make you grow like very quick, but something that can be sustainably uh, helping the business in the long term. How I started was when I got to Zurich, I was looking at the lake, drinking a coffee after working a lot for many years. For the first time, I was quiet in the nature and reading. And, and I decided that it was time to follow my instinct, which actually 
here for many years in my work, I was trying to fight for that new way of helping businesses, but I didn't really go for it. I felt it was the right time for me when moving here to make that change. Excellent. Wow. Interesting story. Melissa, when you first started your business, one of the questions I like to ask people is what was your relationship with pricing or how did pricing feel to you when you first started your business? That's an interesting question because I was actually working for, for a company for many years. I had a feeling of more or less of what pricing could be for brand consultancy, but I was creating something new, like uh, this idea of uh, having a multidisciplinary team that can tackle strategy, corporate social responsibility, communications, marketing, brand, all in one place. It was pretty new in that moment. I didn't really know uh, how to price it, but I took the approach of test and learn. I started with small clients uh, mm -hmm. to feel more and more confident about my service offering, right? Make sure that when I would go to a big client, I would know how much value I'm bringing to the client. No, I first wanted to know what's the value I'm bringing to the people. For that, I started with small businesses and then I started to grow to bigger ones. Then it was really a test and learn approach, which is like, I'm going to send a budget, see the reaction and then adapt to it. It was hard, especially we are an international mm -hmm. uh, company with clients around the world. You also need to bear in mind that sensibility is right. Like the UK is different from the US, which is different from Switzerland. This is actually, I think, the hardest part to understand how much value you can bring to a company depending on the size, but also the country, because in a certain country, what we are doing is very valuable because it's more mature in mm -hmm. topics around sustainability and purpose, while in others, they don't really see the value. I would say pricing is never ending. It's like a learning path that keeps going in every project almost. That's very true. It's always evolving. As soon as you sort of feel comfortable with it, Mother Nature, the universe has a way of tossing something at you that you haven't thought about before. <laughs> and then you're in that zone of discomfort again and in trying to sort it out. I think it's a very important point that you do have to test your pricing. I think a lot of people are afraid to do that. Yeah, you have to go out there and uh, see the reaction. Maybe not to your most important clients, start with the other <laughs> ones first and then then you get there. Absolutely true. Let's talk about the effect of influence, influence and impact. How do you, how do you see that in terms of what it can do for pricing or how even is it connected to pricing? Yeah, actually, I also remember where I met Janine two and a half years ago. And I was also in that moment, my brain like was open to receive a lot of new ideas and innovation because I was shaping my business. I thought, how is it possible that brand consultancies don't talk about pricing? I was asking myself how all these years we've been telling clients how to communicate, how to do a campaign, how to talk about the story, but we never talk about pricing. Today, we are in an era where the digital is there and it's so important. Pricing is actually the main or one of the main communicators of your brand still brand and communication consultancies don't have pricing people in their teams. Actually, Janine is part of, of uh, this inspiration that made me think a lot about it. Pricing is an expression of who you are, how do you want people to perceive you, how much value you think you're bringing. It's one of the most important touch, touch points for your brand. It's a communication. It's not only about the profit, but mm -hmm. what do you want people to perceive? 
purpose. For me, purpose is the center of every decision you make in business. A great example that we already discussed in the past is about the decision to take part or not on discounts, for example. Mm -hmm. If to take part or not on the Black Friday, which now many brands are deciding not to be anymore involved in Black Friday because it's against their purpose. They want to create this consistency. If you take a decision on pricing that is against the purpose you defined, it's going to take some of your clients away. The decisions you make on pricing are definitely affected by the purpose you define as a company. For example, if you want to be transparent uh, to your clients and if your purpose is about making everything very transparent for your clients and telling them everything that you're doing and why you're doing it and making their part of your company, you need to do the same in pricing. This is what they would expect. This is why purpose is at the beginning and pricing is a very important expression mm -hmm. uh, of purpose. Yes. They're very much linked. What I always tell people is that the number of your price is important, but there is a whole bunch that's being communicated to people beyond just the number, your actions, how you present that number, all of those things. And they need to be aligned with your brand, with your purpose, with the message that you want to have out there in the world. I think for, especially for a lot of small businesses, they don't make that, they don't yet make that connection. They don't see the link between whether or not they participate in something like a Back Friday and how that is aligned or not with their messaging and their brand. I totally. It's the what's the price and how do you communicate? But even also what's the price? Because if we think of a company like Starbucks that is charging $3 or $3.5 for, for a cup of coffee and we find it amazing and we most of the time don't even sit, we walk with it. And their purpose is about inspiring and nurturing the human spirit or something mm -hmm. like that. I think. It, it's very clear that a powerful brand and a powerful purpose and a powerful experience is going to allow you to charge more. Of course, there is a lot about how you communicate it, but also mm -hmm. what's the price. I mean, Having a very strong purpose that connects you emotionally with your consumers, the consumers are valuing this emotional connection they have with you at a very high price. They are willing to pay more just because of that, right? So um, it's also part of the value you're bringing, no? And going beyond the product. The value is not only rational and it's not just the product, but there is a huge part of it, which is the emotional value. I like the Starbucks example because it's it's a very it's one that we all I think we all had a Starbucks coffee and we were happy walking with it and we just spent three times what our what our coffee cost and we're still super proud of it with our name on the top. Yeah. You made you made me think that I mean in reality we are out there if we're walking around with those cups we're out there advertising Starbucks and okay. yet we're paying them for the privilege <laughs> to be their advertiser. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember perfectly during the COVID time where everything was closed. On Saturday morning, my daughter was in an activity in, in Talville, very close from here. And there is a Starbucks. The moment I was dropping her off, I was going to Starbucks. You couldn't sit because it still was locked down. But just having my Starbucks with my name and walking on the street with it, I was feeling like, oh, I'm free again. I'm so happy. This feeling I'm getting, they could have charged me $8, I think. I would have paid it in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> You're right in that there is 
a huge emotional com- component to this with many brands. I think maybe when people are buying apples at the grocery store, there's less of an emotional thing, especially because it's something that people are doing every day. Of course, there's still an emotional connection there. It's just at a different level than when it's something that you really enjoy and the experience is part of the value that is brought. A lot more brands are focusing on the experience as well. I would say Whole Foods would disagree with the comment about the apples, because if you would buy an apple in Whole Foods, you would pay $4 for an apple and the same apple, uh, probably not the same, but also an apple like right in the supermarket next to it, it costs $1. This is an example of how even an apple can be sold at $4. I would say in food is also happening and in distribution. Um, the, actually, Whole Foods is now going through a very interesting change in their pricing strategy because of mm-hmm. Amazon uh, that acquired them. Amazon is starting to be very aggressive uh, in discounts and trying to change the price strategy foods, which was attracting uh, high-end customers. There is a lot of debate if Amazon is actually making a mistake or is it mm-hmm. right for them to attract mass uh, consumers, no? Yeah. But for Whole Foods, for example, the price of an apple is a symbol of who they are, yeah. what they stand for, all the, the money they give back to their communities, uh, the employees being part of the company. The Apple is a statement for them. Yeah. Again, I think products are, as you said, part of an experience now. And this is what consumers value, was the experience around the Apple, no? If you go back right. to the example, rather than the Apple itself. Two things came to mind here. One is a co-op here in Switzerland has this Prima Gusto line. A friend of mine who used to work for co-op, he explained to me why the Prima Gusto line is so much more expensive because they actually hire people to go out and taste test the varieties and they pick the varieties and the, the vendors based on primarily how it tastes, as opposed to most of the fruits and vegetables, which are picked for things or the varieties are chosen for things like uh, shelf life and how pretty it looks or these types of things. You see people, they look at the apples and they're looking to find the one that is the perfect whatever it is they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know me, I'm, a, I'm when it comes to produce, I'm a sniffer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because if it looks like a strawberry but it doesn't smell like a strawberry, then I'm not so interested in, in purchasing it. This Prima Gusto line is more expensive because in part, the value behind it or the value for me, it smells like a strawberry, a little happier to pay more for it. The other thing I find interesting about what you said is, you know, Amazon and uh, Whole Foods, which are two brands to me that have a very different perception of value and a very different strategy from a from a pricing context. And it would seem like it kind of be like a clash of <laughs> of waves. So I find that an interesting thing. How do you bring those two things together? That's being now on the table as a big debate, I think, among, among consultants. And, and if you are interested, there are many now. You can, everyone, look at Amazon Whole Foods pricing and, and yeah. what's happening. I think at the end, this is a good example of how important pricing is. Like for mm-hmm. Amazon, pricing is a statement. Mm-hmm. of their brand, of their mm-hmm. marketplace, right? Like th- this is the most important thing for them when taking a decision uh, in what products to sell and how to sell them. And they need to be cheaper and they need to be accessible to everyone. And mm-hmm. for Whole Foods, 
it's also a statement, but in a way now Amazon is saying the way to grow Whole Foods, of course, the way they know, let's go down on pricing. And for Whole Foods, the way to grow, this is not the way to grow, it's to bring better products. Right? This is where they are now in an interesting conflict that we will see who is right. There are both ways you grow. One you grow with more value and the other one you grow with more volume, but right. both ways could work. Both ways are effective from a pricing perspective, an affected pricing strategy. I guess one of the things that, that and you brought this up at the, the beginning, that's very important is who are you targeting with this? If they want to shift whole foods, then they're obviously going to also have to shift who they're targeting towards if they're going to go with a more economy or a low price or a lower price strategy, then the audience that they're targeting is actually a different audience. It almost opens the door for someone else to come in. <laughs> That's exactly like that. And I think like yeah. to stay on a high price strategy and premium strategy during these times of COVID mm -hmm. is actually a bold statement. It's not easy yeah. for many brands and companies. The ones that will stick their positioning and will survive, I'm sure they will come out stronger from, from the yeah. crisis. I agree. At the very beginning, we saw a lot of businesses were dropping their prices in order to try and bring more people in. But in such a situation like this, it's very difficult to bring more people in. Being able to even break even, much less be more profitable on such a strategy is, is even more difficult in a time like this. Most companies who have been able to hold their prices or raise them or find ways to raise them have probably come out in a better position. Melissa, we're going to start wrapping this up here. I have a couple of questions that I ask at the end. If there's one thing that you'd like people to remember from this episode, one point, one message, what would that be? Everything you do with your brand and business should be aligned with your purpose and especially pricing. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Excellent. Then if we go back to your own business journey and how you've you know, developed since you started your business, what's some advice that you would give your younger self about starting something you didn't know then, but something you've learned along the way you think it's important to share? Learn how to say no more than yes. That would be the number one. Like, I think when you start your business, you just say yes to everything because you are not confident or you are afraid. Mm -hmm. You won't be able to sell to the clients you want at the price that you want and the things you want. You get easily distracted by things you don't want and convince yourself, it's okay, I can want also this, right? Right. So that would be the mistake I would try to avoid from the beginning and just go for what you want and say no to the things that are not aligned to it. Right. I think that there's an important point there. I know I experienced it at the beginning. Oops. I know other people have is sometimes that saying no, you know, people who don't have their own businesses, they're like, oh, you just have to take anything and everything that comes your way. You get this pressure from people who have never owned their own business, who actually never really thought about what's important there. You can get this pressure from outside, you know, to, to go after everything and take anything, but you're right. You have to be selective at times. Yeah. That's yeah. Your, your time in the day is limited. If you're busy doing things you don't want to do, then you don't have time to fight for the ones you want. 
you want to do. Exactly. Exactly. Melissa, where can people reach out to you if they'd like to find out more about Brown Book and how to work with you? The website would be the easiest way to know more. I would be happy to connect through LinkedIn or my email or the website. I'll put some of those other links, the social media links and the link to the website in the comments after the show. They'll also go in the show notes. Melissa, thank you so much for being with us today. It was a real pleasure to have this discussion with you. Thank you. Let's build some price with purpose. (laughs) Price with purpose. I love it. Yes. Price with purpose. That's excellent. Thank you for listening to this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady, the podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, rate, review, and subscribe to it, then share it with your friends and colleagues. I love hearing back from you listeners. If you've got comments, questions, or topic ideas, go on over to thepricinglady.com and contact me there. Not sure where to start when it comes to improving pricing and profits? At thepricinglady.com, you can download a copy of my self-assessment pricing scorecard. Find out where it's going well and where you can begin improving. Or just simply book a discovery call with me. There we can discuss what's up with pricing in your business and how I might be able to help you. Thanks once again for joining. Remember, pricing can hurt or help your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. See you next time. And as always, enjoy pricing.